Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. And this is The Nest, our mini-sode all about the delightful and delicious and just wonderful things that make our homes exactly where we want to be. And Marjorie, it's time for a drink, girl. (laughs) It's summer! It's summer. What's the temp there today? Oh my gosh, it's going to be hot in Minneapolis today. And it is really... Lovely. We're just soaking it up. We're having a great time. So you had a brilliant idea for the nest today. I think we ought to talk about our summer uh, summer drinks. What are we going to be drinking this summer to get us through the heat? And when I talk about heat, I mean heat because I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to be in the one, I think it's 108 by next week. Wow. <laughs> that feels too hot. It's pretty hot. That feels too hot. It's pretty hot. Okay, so we sit in the pool. We need a summer refreshing cocktail. Now, normally when we talk about our homes and um, in our episodes of The Nest, it's just you and me. But because Mm -hmm. we had such a special guest this week on Best to the Nest, Stephanie March, who's the food and dining editor of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, and you said, Marjorie, let's talk about our favorite summer drink that just makes our home happy and wonderful, we knew that we had to ask Stephanie to weigh in, too. And so Stephanie agreed to stay with us for this episode of The Nest. Hi, Steph. Hi, guys. Oh, we love this. This is really good um, because Stephanie is the drink queen, and she entertains a lot. And so I want to know what she's drinking at home and out and about, too. So should we ask our guests to go first, Marjorie? I think that would be the polite thing to do. I agree. All right, Steph, what are you sipping on this summer, sister? So besides all the great canned cocktails that are out there, which is this hello, easy as a summer's day sitting on your porch, which is crack the can open and drink. Yes. Like, I love a good easy cocktail, but that's also for summer. But so, you know, I'm a whiskey girl. And so a lot of people think that they have to put the whiskey away for summer because they're like, oh, it's kind of bigger and heavier and they're looking for something light. Here's what I'm going to tell you. All you need to do is make a highball. And that is a very Japanese thing where you take... Uh, a lot of you take your whiskey and you just add club soda to it to lighten it up and they call it a highball you add a little lemon it's so much better than like an aperol spritz i gotta tell you just a whiskey highball oh my gosh i've been trying to figure out now i could do that with like bourbon because the bourbon is a type of whiskey right yes you can do it with bourbon you can do it with scotch i technically there's this great little japanese whiskey called uh suntory toki and huh. you can find it all over, and it's not expensive, and it's kind of a lighter whiskey anyway. But it is beautiful when you just add a good bubble water to it, a little San Pellegrino and a slice of lemon. Oh, Done. I love that. Oh, my gosh. That. Okay, I, that's I am brilliant. not giving up whiskey for the summer. No. I'm telling you right now. We have a saying on this podcast, bourbon <laughs> makes everything better. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of our mantras that we live by here at Best to the Nest. And, yes, um, yes. and so what a fun thing because I've been trying to think of, like, how am I going to enjoy my bourbon in the summer? Because just a little bit over ice doesn't sound as yeah. good when it's really hot to me. I mean, no, it doesn't. And it gets thin that way, but the bubbles kind of give it a little bit of a boost. And yeah, it I like gives that. It just a little bit, you know, because bourbon has a sweetness to it anyway. So it's like doing that and then just 
popping in a lemon or a lime is just kind of perfect. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad we kept you here for this episode. This is, That is really smart. Okay, Marjorie, okay. what's your drink of the summer? So my drink of the summer is very specific to Minnesotans. I just came back from, I had a two-day shoot in, in Tucson because we went down to a whiskey maker. The whiskey is called Whiskey Del Bac. Have you heard of this stuff? No. What's it called? Whiskey what? Whis- whiskey Del Bac. And it is, this is really cool. So this guy got this idea. He was a furniture maker. And one night they were sitting around a bonfire and they were burning mesquite scraps from the mesquite tree, which is everywhere in the Southwest. Yeah, brilliant. It probably smells amazing. Yeah. And people love to barbecue with mesquite. And his wife said, because they love scotch whiskey, and his wife said, what would it, what would that, what would a whiskey taste like if we smoked it over mesquite as opposed to peat, which is what they do in Scotland? Mm-hmm. Right. And he said he just couldn't stop thinking about that. So he started, he had his own little still, and he started experimenting with mesquite. Well, now this is a whiskey that's won all sorts of awards, and it's smoky because they smoke it over mesquite. It's super cool. But I was talking to him yesterday, and I said, Stephen, what, what does the mesquite mean to you in the whiskey? I said, not flavor profile. You know, I don't want that description. Just what does it evoke for you? And he said, it evokes for me nights at a campfire. It evokes oh. for me hunting javelina in the desert. It evokes for me. And he just went through this beautiful list. And I thought right away, it's like, this is the whiskey I want to drink on a cold summer night in Minnesota. Yeah. Because yeah. I just remember so many parties around fires yeah. in Minnesota. And even when you're in up north. Summer. Yeah. And when you're up north, it's still a little chilly. But it's just, it's a wonderful, wonderful smoky flavor. I was drinking it last night. It's just got this, a quality in a whiskey that I've never, never tasted before. And I just thought you guys would love that idea of serving that around a campfire. I think that is fabulous. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what a fun idea if you're headed up to your cabin or I like to bring really nice gifts to people who invite me to their cabin so they continue to invite me back. It's a very selfish (laughs) strategy, but it's been working great. This is it, Elizabeth. I could bring that and then we could drink it over ice or we could drink it Steph style with um, her Japanese Mm -hmm. style with some bubble water in it. That's great. Yeah, I love that, Marjorie. Okay, you guys, my um, summer drink is a little bit different, and it makes me feel a little, I don't know, fancy, but I love it. The bootleg cocktail. And I'm so glad Steph is here, too, because Steph can offer a lot more context on the bootleg, because if you're not from Minnesota, you might yeah. not necessarily know the bootleg. Because the bootleg, is this right, Stephanie? I know you just wrote about this recently. It originated in Twin Cities Country Clubs, right? Yeah, well, and actually it was the gangsters who brought it out to their to their kind of private clubs, which became the country clubs way back then. You know what I mean? And so it was, it was, and that's why they call it bootleg because it was hiding the bad bathtub gin that they were, you know, making, <laughs> like you know, during prohibition. I so, love it. So I, I minty bomb. It totally to is. Gin. So we yeah. drink the like I love drinking these at the pool in the summer and and so what, what it is. is it? Okay, so basically what it is, it's gin. Okay. I well, you can do it with different. I I like to do it with gin. Yeah, gin or vodka, but I like gin, so I do gin. And then it's club soda, and then it's this bootleg mix that you make up. So it's essentially like a simple syrup, and then it's mint, lime, and lemon. And so you make like a simple syrup, 
So, you know, equal parts sugar and water, or you could use honey and water. You could use agave, right, Steph? You could use any of those things. And then you put a bunch of mint leaves in, which is, you know, so easy. And I'm always looking for ways to use up mint, and I love it in cocktails. And then it's fresh lime juice, fresh lemon juice, and then you just blend that together. And then you can actually make that mix, and then it sits. It can sit in the fridge for a couple days. I mean, I wouldn't let it last for a long time because of the mint. But I would imagine you could probably freeze it too, Stephanie, don't you you think? Actually, yeah, and you, like, it freezes like a dream. If you make a couple different batches of the bottles and then just, like, stick them in your freezer for the whole summer. You know what I'm thinking? I should freeze it in ice cube trays, and then I could just pop in one of the cubes because the problem, the only problem I have with bootlegs is when I order them at the pool, I have to go, like, I need, like, a tiny drop of the bootleg mix because otherwise it's, like, a real sugar bomb. Like, they go pretty heavy on it. So if I froze the bootleg mix in one ice cube and then at home would just do gin, club soda, and then one ice cube of the bootleg mix. I feel like it'd be perfect. And it's so refreshing and mm-hmm. wonderful. And there is something, like I remember the first time I had one, it felt just kind of like something old school about it. And that old story about them is just so fun. And they're a perfect this, summer drink. And this is a Minnesota thing. This isn't yeah. everywhere. So what happened too is that it, it's kind of fun because it was, they basically kept in the club. So it became this kind of a private thing and most people didn't know about it. But what happens with clubs, of course, are the kids who work the clubs. And so you would have the pool shack kids and the caddies and everything, and they would steal the bottles of bootleg mix and bring them <laughs> to the beach parties. And then that's how that became, like, it became a lake drink. Not just a club drink, but a lake drink. And then all of a sudden it kind of spread. So anybody who ever, like, worked in a clubhouse or anything else knows about stolen backyard party bootlegs. So oh, I love kinda, it. Because it's named bootleg, you know, it kind of means you're kind of supposed to steal it. I think. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It starts out lawless. So good. Yeah, it's really, really good. So anyway, everybody, enjoy the summer. Enjoy a cocktail. And um, what a fun time to just hang out and chat with you girls. This has just been so much fun. Anytime we have anything food and drink related, we got to get Steph to weigh in. You're coming back. You're coming back. Stephanie, you're the best. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Bye. Thanks, Steph. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it with a friend. If you are super motivated, give us a review at Apple Podcasts. And please reach out to us. You can find both of us on Instagram at Best to the Nest. We want to know what you're drinking too, so post about it. Or at Eliz Reese and it's me, Marjorie One. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Marjorie, until next time, cheers, my friend. Cheers to you and happy summer, everybody. <laughs>